are listening to Making Life Brighter on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, where we provide you with the latest information in natural healing, consciousness training, and all cutting-edge healing modalities, featuring experts in their field, including authors, musicians, and artists. Making Life Brighter is your forum for healing, inspiring, and uplifting entertainment. Here is your host, Winifred Adams. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and I'm your host, Winifred Adams, and I welcome you all from around the world today as we share together and we explore yet another fabulous show, including Don Smith. And last week, we featured Don Smith, who was a special guest, and he was talking about permaculture in our world and solutions for helping our soil become healthy again, helping the planet and the ecosystem of the planet thrive all over again. And Don had so much to say that I went back and we captured some more of this fabulous conversation with Don, and I want to share that with you today. Additionally, I want to share with you a special guest, Julia Holland, who is creating a wonderful kids program and a special retreat in Hawaii for children. And she is not only a fantastic uh, songwriter herself, but she's a musician. She is a teacher of voice and of piano. And uh, she is out on the coast in Malibu. And she is an amazing teacher of many, many things. And she's very active in the arts in Malibu and with young people today. So she's a fantastic uh, mentor, example, artist. And she's going to share with us her neat program that she's developing for children today. So uh, we'll have Don back and we'll have Julia. But first, I want to draw your attention to uh, a sad development where we lost uh, one of our U.S. bobsled Olympic um, medalists. And Steve was somebody, um, not that I knew personally, but part of the team as a whole and he really was someone that you know was instrumental in the history of the latest medal contenders for the US in men's bobsled and so I want to invite everybody to say a prayer for he his soul his family all of his teammates up in Lake Placid and beyond, and the entire USA, Team USA, bobsled and skeleton family in general, because that's a huge loss for them, and it was sudden, and um, that's just, you know, a shame all the way around. It's, it's sad, and they are so close up there. It's like in training camp up in Lake Placid in particular, it's very much like being in school together. It's like dormitory style training, living, traveling together, um, working your teams together. It's, it's very much almost like military units. And this is one of those times when there's an obvious void. There's a real loss there to them. So I invite everybody to just take a moment and kind of put your loving focus toward Team USA and his family for him because that's that's very sad. And there's a lot of people right now that seem to be um, leaving our planet, that 
are crossing over, that are maybe um, transitioning. And that's happening quite a bit in all the stories that I'm hearing recently, both in healing and personally. And it is a big transition in our world right now. We have an opportunity to optimize as our world changes energy frequency, which I've been talking about for the last two years. And this is a time in our world where many changes will take place. And we also have great opportunity to optimize that which we're doing right now for each of us. And as they always say, you know, every single moment counts. Every encounter that you have with somebody counts. Every bit of what you're doing in this world, every minute of every day, it matters. So whatever energy you bring to the table, make it great. Make it inspiring to somebody else. Make it loving to somebody else. Make it truthful and feel good because the last thing you'd want to do is come away with a bad feeling and have somebody else hurting. And we see that too often in our world. It's not appropriate. It's not necessary. And I say that word more importantly, more emphatically, it's not necessary. We have a very polarized world going on right now in politics. We have a polarized world going on in many areas and arenas. But the one thing that we can do <laughs> is is not only be silly, but be sincere. You know, lightheartedness is great, and it's a way of being, but be sincere. Being sincere is a way that you can bring your best to the table no matter what. We have all of our opportunity in front of us every moment of every day. And I was telling somebody recently about... Um, some different experiences I've had in the last year. And one of my best experiences and, and favorite experiences has been going to the Grammy Awards. And why I say that is because it's a room full of, full of people. It's the whole Staples Center with a charged energy of humility, of camaraderie, no matter the genre differences, no matter the musical taste differences, no matter the political statement differences, there's a commonality of purpose, a commonality of oneness, and it's something that's tangible. You can feel it. You can almost taste it in the room. And you can't help but admire greatness. So whether it's our Olympic athletes as an example, it's somebody that's doing something wonderful in your neighborhood, in your country, or it's you. Maybe it's somebody that you look up to that's a, a accomplished something or somebody. But they are examples, hopefully, or you are maybe an example, hopefully, of greatness, kindness, lovingness. And we can all stand to have more of that in our world. And I'm very proud to have had the people that I've invited on this show to be a part of this show so that hopefully your life can be brighter and we can go out and make other people's lives brighter. That's the intention of this show. That's the purpose of this show. And I want to bring to you people that are doing something very valuable on our earth plane today and people that are experts in their field somehow. 
This is really, really necessary because you can look at the internet all day long and there's so much negativity and there's so much spin on the way words are being spoken and things that are being implied that there becomes an entire culture of people being snide and frankly kind of snotty at times, not loving, not uplifting. It's an implication of something. It's a suggestion which only builds the ego stronger in people instead of a coming together under humility. And in this case, I really encourage people to be their best and use these examples of these shows to follow your passion, share your love of something, and go out and be the best that you can be. You know, when I was personal training people and doing exercise therapy, I had people that had never lifted a weight in their life. And yet they came away doing triathlons only in six months' time. We can change, and we can be the best that we can be if we'll apply ourselves. We have that ability. And so I invite you to check out some of the examples that I've showcased on this show and more coming yet of people that are wonderful human beings doing beautiful things merely by following their heart and following their passion. I look forward to sharing more of that with you as we go forward. We have quite a bit coming up in our world that we can look to because as much angst and anxiety and energy that's going on in our world right now, there's equal or greater light. And if we hold true to that and believe that and work toward that, you can't help but have like the hundredth monkey theory where light begins to open up people's fields of energy to another possibility. And that possibility can't help but be expressed if it's sincere. And I've seen some amazing people do amazing things in the last year alone. I, I'm still in awe of the Olympic athletes, the way they train, their dedication to self, to discipline, to team, with no excuses, to get beat up, to get thrown off a team, try again, stand up, fight against all the odds, all the competitors, all the elements, in this case where it's freezing and sub-zero, and stand up humbly and with pride and do it again. It it's, puts me in awe, you know, I really. What it takes to be great inside the mind of an Olympic athlete, that's the series, and you can check it out on all the archives. You can go to voiceamerica.com and check out Making Life Brighter on the Health and Wellness channel. And all the archives are there. You can subscribe on iTunes Worldwide under Winifred Adams and Making Life Brighter. And there is much more upcoming for us that I want to showcase. Authors, people that are doing amazing healing work in our world, amazing skills. I mean, we all have a gift to this world. So what's your gift and what are you doing with it? You know, Don Smith, who's coming up in our next segment, he, he just fell into permaculture. He fell into his love and passion for earth and soil. And as he followed his passion, so became what he's doing today. And I believe that Don's going to have a huge impact on our world.
just what he knows, how he delivers it, what he understands. I can't wait for you to hear what's upcoming next. And be sure, if you get a minute, to go back and check out the archives. Now, you can go to makinglifebrighter.com, and you can go to the radio tab and find all the archives in the player there. Or, of course, you can go to voiceamerica.com, and you can go to the Health and Wellness channel, where you'll find the Making Life Brighter radio show there. Or subscribe. I encourage you to go back and listen to April's radio shows. We had great turnout for listeners all around the world, and we had some tremendous shows. We had Inside a Heart Surgery with Dr. Fitzgerald, who has done his specialty in mitral valve replacement and kind of minimally invasive valve replacement surgery, and that's fascinating. And we had Kip Anderson from What the Health, the movie, and he is the creator of Cowspiracy as well. We've just had some recently, and I encourage you to go back and check out these shows on Making Life Brighter. And now, without further ado, we're going to sit down and talk with Don Smith in part two of how we can change our world and increase the level of health in our soils today and help our earth plane. Stay tuned. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you seen Winifred's healing jewelry? See what collectors and celebrities have been adoring for decades. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning based on the energetic healing property of natural semi-precious gemstones. Whether you prefer a custom design or wish to choose something special from her handcrafted line of jewelry, all of Winifred's designs are tuned in a crystal quartz tuning bowl to the word love. Blessed stones by masters and even John of God, these healing pieces have been coveted by happy customers for years. With a fine eye for energy and aesthetic, Winifred brings to life the beauty within each stone and its unique healing properties. Enjoy more energy with Brazilian citrine. Protect yourself from EMFs and rebalance with tourmalines. Break unwanted patterns with beautiful appetite. Choose from a wide variety of gemstones and their healing properties. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning. Follow on Facebook at Designs by Winifred or email at info at designsbywinifred.com. You voted show host Winifred Adams Writer of the Year for her Making Life Brighter Consciousness Columns, Entertainer of the Year two years running for her Making Life Brighter radio show, and Humanitarian of the Year for the third year running for her healing work and work at John of God. Medical intuitive and host of the Voice America Making Life Brighter radio show, Winifred Adams is your resource for wellness and consciousness training. A master healer for 20 years with a worldwide and celebrity clientele, Winifred uses her unique gifts to help those in need with physical, spiritual, and emotional ailments or trauma. Individuals and families may book private sessions in person or via Skype worldwide. Go to makinglifebrighter.com for more information. Enjoy Winifred's monthly articles with upwards of 30,000 fans. To buy music and subscribe to her Voice America radio show, visit iTunes worldwide. Follow along on Facebook at Making Life Brighter for her latest humanitarian effort to help move elephants in South America to a free roam sanctuary. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. And we're back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and we've had special guest Don Smith, who is a healthy soil advocate on Making Life Brighter before, and he's come back to share more of his knowledge with us here on the show, and he's an expert in his field when it comes to healthy soil, and he's part of the group KissTheGround.com. So if you want to check out that show, you can go back and listen to the Don Smith show, and he gives you the introduction of all the things around soil and photosynthesis, and we had a great conversation. And I want to welcome him back to add more of his expertise to our education and understanding here today. Welcome back, Don. Thank you. It's nice to have you here. So, you know, we've been talking about heavy metals in our soil and in our food. Tell us what you understand about how plants work to help us with the collection of heavy metals. Yeah, well, unfortunately, when there's a lot of heavy metals present, plants can absorb them. Now, if you have truly healthy soil, that soil is going to be rich in organic matter, and some of it should be in the form of humates, which are really complex carbon molecules. And the reason I have to talk in chemical terms is that's how I I don't know how else to explain them but really they act these really long chain carbon molecules will be receptor sites they actually glom onto things like heavy metals and salt and fungi can also do that as well so once again you get back to this well if you don't have healthy soil if you don't have any microbiology in your soil those heavy metals they're just floating around right but they can attach to things if the right biology is present. They will get attached there, and they don't necessarily have to get up into your plant. So they can actually be locked up in the soil. And it can be a form of, it's a chemical bond. It can be a very permanent lockdown. And that's good for us because then we aren't ingesting that and taking that up into our system, right. which interrupts our own receptors and our own electrical quote-unquote voltage system in our in our body and especially with our brain yes exactly so i i don't know um it's just one of those amazing things that healthy soil does another amazing thing and if, if we can just start to get that our soil is a living organism and it should be teeming with all this life but we don't see that in our cropland. We don't see that in our rangeland. We just see, we what do humans do? We cause desertification everywhere we go. Agriculture is the largest destructive force on the planet. We don't think of it that way. We think, oh, we're growing stuff. 
But it really is the most destructive thing we do on the planet is how we practice agriculture. And it can be done completely differently and be economically viable, which is everybody will tell you, oh, well, if it could be done economically, we would be doing it already. And the, the point is it can be done that way. And there are people doing it. And why don't we see that? What's stopping our world right now from achieving that? Well, we talk a lot about ecosystems. There's another part, which is the human part, and it's called ego systems. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, I, I learned that term from Brock Dolman. And uh, he's, a, he's a permaculture instructor up at Occidental Arts and Ecology Center in Northern California. If you ever ha have a chance to hear him speak, amazing. But really, farmers have been taught and they've been passed down from generation to generation. This is how you do it. And we really need to re-educate them. And, and the USDA now, I mean, they have a whole thing about soil now. It's called the secrets of the soil. So you can look at our own government. They're promoting low-till, no-till, cover cropping, better uh, management practices for your animals, less um, inputs. How do you reduce inputs? Composting. Like these are all things that we want to see more of. It's just that a traditional farmer, they're trying to save the farm, right? They've had to get big or, or quit and give up the farm. They were losing money year after year. It's a, it's a vicious, farming is, they're like the hardest working people there are, are farmers. I don't know anyone that works harder than farmers. And do you think they wake up every day going, oh, I can't wait to go spray toxic chemicals on my plants? That's not why they got into farming. But they're just, they're, it's like, well, I gotta make a living. This is, what, this is what I know, this is what I was taught. The schools taught them that. They've been taught through bad, man, they've been taught bad management because they thought it was, you know, that was the best way to increase yield. But it's proven to be very short-sighted. And there's a smarter way now. So it's really a re-education. But how are you gonna make a farmer who's one harvest away from losing his farm, how are you gonna tell him, oh, we'll try this radically different new method and it might work. It's not gonna work the first year. They're gonna fail. They lost the farm. So how do, you, how do you change that? We have to subsidize it. We have to educate enough people to realize that our subsidy system that we currently have is wrong and we need to reprioritize how we subsidize our farmers. Well, how then can we go to other countries and third world countries and purport to know what we're doing and try and set up camps so that people can learn sustainable living? Um, well, you know, if, if, we, if we say, well, we've got it going on in America, look at us. And then we go over to a third world country and try and set up a program that's a sustainable water system or, or watershed. And then we have, you know, food that's supposed to continue on. How do we do that? We're not, we're not the example. We're not being the example. Exactly. So, and we're trying to export this model, which is a failed model. It's not a regenerative system. And as long as we, if we try and export that, they're going to fail also. In fact, they are failing. And that's why there's been these huge initiatives like the Strategic Rice Initiative, SRI for short. That's fascinating. This is something that's spread by word of mouth and cell phone call about how to change how you're growing rice. And they've gotten huge yield increases going organic, planting less rice than they were taught. So, and growing their own seeds and using stop doing flood irrigation. 
and all of a sudden they're growing these really healthy crops, mostly because they've got rid of all the chemicals and they now have healthy soil and it's able to retain water, et cetera, et cetera. But fascinating. And this is simple and it's being done everywhere rice is being grown. And this was not, it's not something that we, it's not our technology, right? We're saying use genetically modified, we're going to do it with chemicals and da da da. Um, so the, we shouldn't be out there promoting bad agriculture. We should be promoting regenerative agriculture. So that's really, I don't think we should be out there, but there's large corporations that stand to gain a lot by getting huge swaths of land addicted to chemicals and genetically modified seed. Because once you buy their seed, you have to buy it year after year after year. You cannot buy it once and then go, oh, I've got the genetically modified seed. That's illegal. You signed thick contract that you cannot reuse their seed. Really? I had no idea. And, you know, it's interesting. Last year here on Making Life Brighter Radio, we did a year-long series on the elephant free roam sanctuary in Brazil. And on my way to the middle of nowhere, where these elephants finally made their way, we came across vast fields in the middle of Brazil. And they're all worked, I guess, and owned by Monsanto, as far as you could see in the middle of nowhere. And I guess the Brazilian farmers are making quite a profit in that, from what I was told. And I didn't speak to them myself, but from what I was told. But it's in the middle of nowhere. You'd never even know that they were out there. Uh, fascinating how that works. Kauai, one of the most beautiful parts in the world, is also a huge testing ground for Monsanto. So, you know, you go to the Garden Isle and there's this whole area. In fact, there's a movie that's either coming out or just come, came out regarding that very thing about, you know, healing um, Kauai from, from this. So it's unfortunate, but that's kind of you know how it's reality big, right it's, it's reality it's how big business is is run and we're hoping that as people get more informed and that you know the state of california is classifying monsanto as a possible carcinogen and that's going to move on i mean the world health organization said that it's kind of i think it's the science has shown that it's it's more than just possible but right now that's what's what's being said is possible Wow. Well, hey, we'll take anything that moves us more toward healthy. I'll, I'll put it that way, whether it's our skies and our clean air or it's our clean water or, in your case, your expertise on clean soil. So tell us something that we can walk away with for our own garden that we probably don't know. Okay. I would say what you don't know is how your soil functions. So start to really observe, be more observant of, oh, look at how many flowers my tomato plant has on the first set of flowers versus the next set of flowers versus the next set. Do you notice a pattern? Is it increasing? Is it decreasing? That's telling you something about your plant nutrition. If you wanna look at your cucumber plant or your zucchini plant, and you start seeing the flowers and the leaves. Are the leaves uniform in size? Are they getting smaller towards the end of the vine? Do they stay small? Is powdery mildew affecting my crop? Look at all these things because 
each one of those things is telling you something about the nutrition of that plant. And that goes back to your soil. So how healthy is your soil? And then you have to get in, do you wanna get into soil tests, et cetera, but just be more observant in your garden. Look at how many earthworms you have. Look at the moisture holding capacity of your soil. When it rains, do you have any erosion on your land or is it all absorbing in? makes a huge difference. Mm, yeah, didn't think about it that way. In California, it's kind of hard to hold the soil intact, but hence our type of natural flora here. Yeah, the, I would say the water cycle is so poorly understood, especially in how it relates to water. We can... Well, well let's talk about that when we come right back. Okay. Uh, we have more here with Don Smith on Making Life Brighter Radio. If you, if you have questions... Uh, you can email me at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. You can check out the archives of this show at makinglifebrighter.com on the radio tab on the player, or you can find us on Voice America on the Health and Wellness channel. And you can email Don if you have questions. At dawn at kisstheground.com. Fabulous. And we'll be right back. And we're going to talk about water when we return. Stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you seen Winifred's healing jewelry? See what collectors and celebrities have been adoring for decades. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning. Based on the energetic healing property of natural semi-precious gemstones. Whether you prefer a custom design or wish to choose something special from her handcrafted line of jewelry. All of Winifred's designs are tuned in a crystal quartz tuning bowl to the word love. Blessed stones by masters and even John of God. These healing pieces have been coveted by happy customers for years. With a fine eye for energy and aesthetic, Winifred brings to life the beauty within each stone and its unique healing properties. Enjoy more energy with Brazilian citrine. Protect yourself from EMFs and rebalance with tourmalines. Break unwanted patterns with beautiful appetite. Choose from a wide variety of gemstones and their healing properties. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning. Follow on Facebook at Designs by Winifred or email at info at designsbywinifred.com you voted show host Winifred Adams Writer of the Year for her Making Life Brighter Consciousness Columns, Entertainer of the Year two years running for her Making Life Brighter radio show, and Humanitarian of the Year for the third year running for her healing work and work at John of God. Medical intuitive and host of the Voice America Making Life Brighter radio show, Winifred Adams is your resource for wellness and consciousness training. A master healer for 20 years with a worldwide and celebrity clientele, Winifred uses her unique gifts to help those in need with physical, spiritual, and emotional ailments or trauma. Individuals and families may book private sessions in person or via Skype worldwide. Go to makinglifebrighter.com for more information. Enjoy Winifred's monthly articles with upwards of 30,000 fans. To buy music and subscribe to her Voice America radio show, visit iTunes worldwide. Follow along on Facebook at Making Life Brighter for her latest humanitarian effort to help move elephants in South America to a free roam sanctuary. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. And we're back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio. I'm your host, Winifred Adams, and today we are speaking with Don Smith again. And Don is bringing us his fabulous insight and heart, even, to healthy soil in our world. And all of his passion and research is leading to an understanding and education that he is delivering for us. And we were just speaking before the break about water in our soil and the misunderstanding we have about water. So I want to continue that, Don. Tell us what you understand about water and what we need to know. Well, if you start looking at how, to, how did soils used to get water, right? They didn't have wells and pumps and all that. It used to just fall out of the sky, right? Rain or maybe some humidity, fog, etc., when a raindrop falls down, if your soil's bare, that rain is hitting with a certain amount of force and it's disturbing the soil. And it quickly builds up with a clay layer on the, on the surface because that's the lightest particle. And you will end up over time with bare soil, end up getting a, a layer of clay. Well, we all know that clay is hard to walk on when it's wet. And we also know that when it bakes dry, it's really hard and it's hard for water to soak in. You can put a drop of water on a dried clay surface and it stays there for a long time. It'll <laughs> yeah. probably evaporate before it soaks in. And that's what we're doing to our soils. We're slowly desertifying them and we're building up these hard, hard layers where water no longer infiltrates. Remember earlier in the prior show, we talked about photosynthesis and feeding that, how photosynthesis feeds the microbes in the soil. Well, one of the important components of that soil is water. Water is a key, you know, you have to have a certain amount of moisture for biology to work. And you can't have plants growing and photosynthesizing without water. So we really need, instead of that rain, raindrop hitting bare soil, we need it to hit a plant, at least one leaf before it hits the soil, hopefully many. And it slows down the speed of water. And that's what we're trying to do. We want to sink it in, slow it, spread it, sink it. That's that's the motto. And if you can do that with a cover crop or whatever you're growing, and that gets water into the ground. But now there needs to be a certain amount of organic matter to act like a sponge. And organic matter is just, it can be old plant roots, it can be anything can be organic matter. Dead bug, anything is organic matter that's in your soil. All that acts as a sponge. And a simple 1% increase, if you had a soil organic matter of 2%, and you go to 3%. You're gonna, in one square yard, nine square feet of soil, 
you're going to store four gallons more water. That's insane, right? And on an acre, it's like somewhere between 16 and 24,000 gallons. This is numbers from the USDA. On an acre of land, a 1% increase of soil organic matter will store that much water. If you think about the water storage capacity of soil, we can store more water in soil than all our lakes, reservoirs, dams, etc. That's mind-blowing when you start to think of it. And in these big rainfall events we're getting with climate change, people that had, say, a half-inch infiltration rate before they started farming in a better way, they went from a half-inch an hour. So it took an hour for water to go in half an inch. We're getting rainfall events now where people are getting eight inches of rain in 12 hours or whatever. These people can now infiltrate eight inches of rain in one hour. Wow. From half an inch to eight inches. Now, does it evaporate when it soaks into the soil? No, it's, it's your soil's acting as a sponge. It can't evaporate. But when it can't soak in, we get runoff water sheet flowing across the land, stripping topsoil, polluting our waterways, etc. So that's our choices. Like we can have erosion or it can act like a sponge. It's, it's like so opposite. And if we have it acting like a sponge, we don't need to be pumping groundwater to farm, right? We can take in huge amounts of water, soak it into our soils, and it's available for the plants to grow. So how do we create that? How do we make that happen? Well, we have to go back to the natural principles of how, how soil works. You need those living roots in the ground. You need photosynthesis occurring. And if you can get more organic matter to present in your land, which is all about management, it's the crops you're growing, how much you're tilling, how deep are your roots growing, all these things, make a difference. And when you start to follow and farm more along nature's laws, you will find this happening. And people have built up organic matter 1% a year, going from 1% or 2% organic matter to 10 to 12% organic matter in a very in, in 10 years. They say it takes, you know, 100, uh, 100 to 1000 years for an inch of topsoil to form. Total rubbish. We can do it literally in years. That's how fast we can, we can grow topsoil. And we have, it's, it's imperative, that's what we do. And we can do that with more intelligent agricultural systems, incorporating livestock back into our croplands. That's like one of the fastest ways. But we have this aversion, oh no, you'll get E. coli from the cattle mixed in with our beet crop or whatever it is. We're paranoid about all these diseases that healthy soil gets rid of. And if we start doing it in an intelligent way, we'll find, oh my God, we don't have to worry about all these anti, um, these uh, anti-bacteria bugs, or I'm sorry, mm -hmm. antibiotic resistant bugs right. that are coming. That took a while to spit out. Yeah, the, like the so, MRSAs and things like that. Exactly, yeah. all these really dangerous bugs, and you know, our antibiotics are becoming ineffective because we're using so much antibiotics on our livestock. But instead, we get livestock reading, eating real food. They don't need the antibiotics. We, it, it's just like, just change the whole system. Nature had it figured out. Well, what you're saying about water is the same thing that at least I'm seeing, and I think we're seeing in general, in the human biome as well. It, technically speaking, we are chronically dehydrated on the inside. 
our colon walls and the things that are supposed to absorb and help us absorb the minerals are, are not functioning the same way. And in fact, we're having the same kind of breakdown of system systemically. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're seeing it in different organs first, like the thyroid saying, help, help, I'm having to run overtime. What's wrong with me? Now I'm too tired. I can't. Here, adrenals, you take it. And, and we're having the same kind of, it's going from here to here to here to here. And the enzymes that we need, we're not getting out of the foods that we're eating. And therefore, we can't break down things. And it's landing in our gut trying to do all the work in certain areas when it should have already been broken down by that point. I totally agree. And some of the most fascinating research is, is how we're all interconnected. So we as humans are living on a planet that's not functioning well. And so guess what? The humans aren't functioning well. Our animal systems aren't functioning well. One of the best uh, research things that I've studied had to do with plant health and the nutrition for the plants and literally kind of like a plant health pyramid. And this is guy, uh, there's a few researchers that have been involved in this, but he showed really how plants grow and in order for them to be optimally healthy, they produce lots of plant secondary metabolites. That's the beta carotenes, the bioflavonoids, the xanthocyanins, all these amazing complex uh, things that they call plant secondary metabolites. Well, plants aren't able to produce those if they're not healthy. And first they have to produce complex carbohydrates, then they have to produce proteins, then they produce lipids, after they start producing lipids, which are basically fat. So a truly healthy plant produces lipids, then it produces plant secondary metabolites. Plants are basically going to be susceptible to diseases and insects unless unless they're producing plant secondary metabolites, then they become invisible. Oh my God, we could talk to you forever in a day. We'll have you back again. Thank you so much. Tell me this one thing, what makes your life brighter? the hope that people are going to get this and finally figure out how nature works and that if we work with nature, we're going to do much better as a species. There you have it, everybody. Thank you for listening today. That's Don Smith and kisstheground.com is his affiliated organization. And we have more coming up with Julia Holland next, so stay tuned. I'm really excited to have shared what Don brought to the table for us two weeks in a row because I think Don has some tremendous solutions and some information to share and that's only the tip of the iceberg really with him that we can utilize in terms of looking into our soil and the ecosystem of our earth plane and so many more aspects of how we can utilize what's right in front of us to better our world and turn around and change our ecosystem for the good. And I can't say thank you enough for Don for coming today and being with us because his insight and most of all, his passion and education toward what he's done has been fantastic. And Don is self-educated Um, He didn't go to school for this necessarily. It's not something that, you know, he's studying as a scientist, but rather as a person that's now taken this up as a life-driven passion and is really influencing many people and groups of people. So if you want Don to come speak for you, if you'd like to read more about Don's work, please you know, check out his organization and reach out to him personally because 
He has so many insights to share and so much information when you sit down and just have a conversation with him. And I, I can't say how valuable that is for our current state of affairs with our world. Our earth plane needs so much love. And we really, we really just need a focus and a solution, not just identifying the problem. But now what do we do? And I think some of the things that he's brought to the table last week and this week are things that we could readily research further and perhaps implement and begin using for our ecosystem and to heal our earth. And on that note, coming up next, we have Julia Holland, and she's going to talk about her Eco Hero Kids and what she's doing for the sake of children and the, her special camp that she has going on in Hawaii. So stay tuned. You're listening to Making Life Brighter, and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you seen Winifred's healing jewelry? See what collectors and celebrities have been adoring for decades. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning, based on the energetic healing property of natural semi-precious gemstones. Whether you prefer a custom design or wish to choose something special from her handcrafted line of jewelry, all of Winifred's designs are tuned in a crystal quartz tuning bowl to the word love. Blessed stones by masters and even John of God, these healing pieces have been coveted by happy customers for years. With a fine eye for energy and aesthetic, Winifred brings to life the beauty within each stone and its unique healing properties. Enjoy more energy with Brazilian citrine. Protect yourself from EMFs and rebalance with tourmalines. Break unwanted patterns with beautiful appetite. Choose from a wide variety of gemstones and their healing properties. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning. Follow on Facebook at Designs by Winifred or email at info at designsbywinifred.com. You voted show host Winifred Adams Writer of the Year for her Making Life Brighter Consciousness Columns, Entertainer of the Year two years running for her Making Life Brighter radio show, and Humanitarian of the Year for the third year running for her healing work and work at John of God. Medical intuitive and host of the Voice America Making Life Brighter radio show, Winifred Adams is your resource for wellness and consciousness training. A master healer for 20 years with a worldwide and celebrity clientele, Winifred uses her unique gifts to help those in need with physical, spiritual, and emotional ailments or trauma. Individuals and families may book private sessions in person or via Skype worldwide. Go to MakingLifeBrighter.com for more information. Enjoy Winifred's monthly articles with upwards of 30,000 fans. To buy music and subscribe to her Voice America radio show, visit iTunes worldwide. Follow along on Facebook at Making Life Brighter for her latest humanitarian effort to help move elephants in South America to a free roam sanctuary. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America.
Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. And we're back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and I'm your host, Winifred Adams. And now we have special guest, Julia Holland. She is here, and she has a special, special program out of Malibu, California, that's going to be featuring a sleepaway camp in Hawaii on Oahu. Welcome, Julia. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to be here. Yes, it's great. She is a musical teacher here and an artist, and she is a visionary for children and for all things eco. And she's created Eco Hero Kids Foundation out of Malibu, California. So tell us a little bit about this foundation, because this sounds really fascinating. Thanks. Um, well, I think it is. I, <laughs> I founded this um, way back in 2009. And because of the environmental crisis we were in, and as it turns out, we're still in that environmental crisis, if not accelerated it, um, I started with the idea of that I have blending the things I love the most, which is music and the environment. So I wrote and produced an album, basically, um, for kids, a pop album with my friend Carl Graves, who's um, from the band Oingo Boingo, if you remember the Oingo Boingo. And uh, we put together a pop group of kids. They were about 9 to 12, and we went on tour with them around Southern California, festivals. Um, they outgrew it, and I kept we, I updated the group as the kids grew out of it. And um, now... What we've done at this stage, at um, 2017, I'm taking, it's actually always been our dream to have a summer camp in Hawaii. And because one of the mothers, who is now my, pro, my Hawaii program director, is from Hawaii, and um, it's just, it's still, it's still growing, actually. The island of Hawaii is still actually growing, and it's a, it's a young place, and it's, it's so amazing. And uh, we have opportunity right now to do this one-week summer camp, seven days, six nights, and I have a bunch of kids flying over with me. Wow, it's, that's amazing. Yeah. So um, in this organization, what's the goal for these children? Well, we're going to... Music is really a great teacher, and... So we're going to be writing songs. We're going to be trying to learn things about the environment, putting it into song form, and we're going to be um, making a recording that while we're there. I have kind of like this little... That's so cool. I have a little like mini studio that I'm taking, and we'll be doing a video. And we're just trying to reach out to tell people, because children, you know, um, these are kids actually 9 to 15, but... Are, they're so influential on their parents, mm-hmm. you know, and other people around them when they realize, you know, where we are. And so instead of what I want to do is instead of focusing on the negative, negative, which there is, you know, plastic everywhere, um, oil use, huge carbon footprints, everyone. I want to really focus on the beauty and what to preserve. Neat. And so we're going to be doing a lot of that. And so what will kids learn besides music there? It's a performing arts camp and an, and an eco, um, environmentally, educationally aware camp. Right. 
Well, one of the things um, that we're going to be doing is we're working with the Queen Lily Kalani Foundation, and, and that foundation is about working with children and preserving um, the ancient Hawaiian cultures. So we have the great Kumu, as they call it, coming, teaching us all about um, all the legends, all the stories. Um, the, it's really, uh, we call it um, Aloha Aina, which is love of the land. So we're trying to teach kids about how we're all connected to the earth and the love of the land and the ancient Hawaiian culture and, and the values that, that that provides, you know. Very cool. Yeah. So when the kids go over there, uh, when will this happen? In July? Yes, the end of July. So July uh, 30th to August 5th, a Saturday, uh, Sunday to a Saturday, seven days, six nights. And how many kids are um, in this program at one time? Um, well, we have up to 30 kids, so we still have a, a few more slots, you know. I have, I'm taking over um, our program directors there. My son, who is an artist, and he's been part of the Ikuhiro Kids, he's coming, he's flying in from Hawaii, I, have, I mean from New York. I have an organic chef who's coming with us, they're a counselor, and other, and plus, besides the Kumu, and we have many, many uh, incredible people that are coming over. Oh, a choreographer coming from... LA. That is so well cool. Wow. So yeah. they get to kind of perform, they get to write songs, they get to learn about the environment, mm -hmm. the culture, the history of Hawaii, and enjoy themselves for, you yeah. know, what, a week or so. Now, you are offering, um, you are inviting sponsors, technically. Yes. And someone can actually sponsor a child if there's somebody in mind that, that they have as well besides just sponsoring the program. But right now you could use sponsors and you could use help in supporting this program and allowing uh, more kids the opportunity to participate in this very unique and very special op opportunity on the Oahu Island. Yeah, Hawaii. North Shore of Oahu. Mm -hmm. it's, it's really beautiful. And we're just way out of this um, gorgeous point when uh, this beautiful little camp right on the ocean with it as a pool. It's just a really an amazing thing. We have the kids for 24 hours a day, so we'll be doing, I really want to get into storytelling, finding these ancient stories, finding our own stories, being able to write, just understanding about writing and communicating. But we're looking, I really want to be able to have this available to children who might not ever have an opportunity otherwise to go to experience something like this. Either someone, either kids from the mainland who uh, can come over with me, I'm flying, I'll be taking a group over, or even children who live in Oahu or live in the Hawaiian Islands. Mm -hmm. There are plenty of children who are underserved and have um, don't have that opportunity. So. so if anyone's out there and would like to sponsor this program, how can they get in touch with you? Well, they can call me directly, and my number is 310-429-2665, or they can email me at info at ecoherokids.com, and that's E-C-O-H-E-R-O-K-I-D-S.com. Um, yeah. And the, the foundation is www.ecoherokids.com, and to learn just... To, exclusively about the summer camp and all the programs, it's www.ehksummercamp.com. And so this will be happening on the North Shore of Hawaii this July into August, and you can still sign up, yes? Yeah. There's a so there's slots available, and they need sponsors, and if you know a child that you'd like to sponsor, definitely get in touch with Julia, and you can reach her again at 310-429-2665. 
and she is an amazing piano teacher, musical teacher, performing arts person. She's handled a lot of our local plays. She's been an example and a mentor to many young artists here in the community of Malibu, and she is in her own right a fantastic artist, and she's a visionary and a creative for lots of children in this community. So I can't say enough about Julia and my time with her, and she has been, I've been lucky enough, I'll say, to have her teach me piano as I go as well, and so she is really an influence musically and for performing arts all over, and you'll hear more about this program as, as we go on, and we'll check back in and see how things are going, but definitely reach out to sponsor, and you never know, you could change a child's life entirely. So it's Eco Hero Kids Foundation at EcoHeroKids.com, and uh, I ask everybody the same question, what makes your life brighter? What makes my life better is being able to help other children or help people and just see them blossom and... That helps me to blossom as an individual, too. So Fabulous. Well, thank you for coming today. Thank you and so much. And we wish you the best. This is exciting. And you're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio. If you have questions or comments, you can email me directly at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And we will be back with more next week. You guys go jolly out there. Make someone else's life brighter. And if you want to hear the archive, you know you can check it out on makinglifebrighter.com on the radio tab at the player. Thanks so much for listening, and shout out to everybody around the world. We love you much. Thank you for listening to Making Life Brighter on the Health and Wellness Channel. Be sure to join us every Thursday at 10 a.m. for information, inspiration, and education with leading experts in healing and consciousness. For more information and a complete show schedule, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. Making Life Brighter, successfully helping you feel better from the inside out. Go Jolly! This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.